Hey there! Every month, Annie has a call with our Path365 members and answers their questions. She tackles a wide range of topics from what to do with big emotions, what kinds of tips and advice she has for addressing difficult situations, how to deal with cravings, and so much more. Listen in as she does some real-life coaching for our Path members. Hey, this is Annie Grace, and I am answering questions. And so the question I have today is, Annie, do I have to stop drinking alcohol forever? Do I have to quit for good, or can I just take a break? And this is not a clear cut and dry answer. Now, there's definitely groups of people that will tell you, or based on their experience, that really quitting forever is the only answer. It's the only way to find freedom. And in my experience of watching literally tens, hundreds of thousands of people go through the alcohol experiment, which by the way, is always free at alcoholexperiment.com and take a break, take a 30 day break, which is what the alcohol experiment is. And, and almost 200,000 people have gone through that. And so based on, you know, this very large sample size, what I have seen is that it depends a lot where you are in your journey. There are huge benefits to actually questioning your drinking sooner than later. Huge benefit. So if you imagine that it's sort of like a spectrum, right? And on this spectrum is someone who's never drank on the on the one side or who just only has a glass of wine at a wedding, you know, every few years. And then on the other side, it is somebody who's drinking every single day, who may be going on multi-day benders, who, um, you know, in some cases, and this is the most heartbreaking stage of addiction is literally drinking to make themselves sick. And then after they're sick, drinking more just to pass out and become unconscious again, to wake up and drink more and, and feeling absolutely stuck. Um, and so if you imagine this as a spectrum, the people who I have seen who have taken a break and then gone back to occasional drinking have been on the edge of the spectrum where they are just starting to question their relationship with alcohol. They're wondering if their drinking is maybe not healthy or maybe they're drinking a bit too much, but they're still not yet drinking every single day. They haven't tried multiple times to stop or let go of drinking. They haven't even made it an issue. So I would say if people want to, you know, retain alcohol in their lives, which to be honest with you, a lot of people, and I know if you're drinking and you're anything like I was, you would find this super hard to believe, but a lot of people, once they go through the alcohol experiment, which of course is always free at alcoholexperiment.com, a lot of people, once they go through it, don't actually want to drink. So they could drink on occasion. In fact, if I'm perfectly honest, I think I could probably drink on occasion, but they have no desire to. I was talking to um, Jim yesterday, who's been through the alcohol experiment, and he was telling me that he sees alcohol now as the equivalent of fuel, rocket fuel. And he's like, if somebody passed me a glass of fuel, <laughs> of gasoline, I wouldn't put that in my body. Like, I'm not going to put a beer in my body or a glass of wine in my body. I'm just not going to do it. And so a lot of people, once they see and understand, and not in a scary way, but just a very factual way, a very science-based way, the truth about what alcohol is and what it does in the brain and the body and the fact that, you know, a lot of the benefits that we think we get from a drink, like 
making us have more fun or making um, it easier to relax or helping us sleep better are actually not only not true, but usually the opposite. So alcohol very specifically chemically in the brain can rob you of your ability to experience joy in the day to day. Um, alcohol chemically, actually, when you drink, your body responds by releasing adrenaline and cortisol. Cortisol is, of course, known as the stress hormone. Um, alcohol robs you of your ability for REM sleep. So when you go through this education, a lot of people, even though they could drink on occasion are like, why would I, why would I ever do that? And I would consider myself in that camp. Once I really had uh, my aha moment personally around alcohol based on all of the facts that I share in my work, it really was like, yeah, I think I could, I just don't want to. And in fact, I did about four months after I stopped drinking, I was like, you know what, I'm curious. I'm curious what alcohol is life like if I don't have any of the, you know, habitual drinking anymore, because I wasn't drinking, I hadn't drank for months. Um, I'm curious what it's like if it's not sort of scratching the itch that the last drink created, because every single time you drink, your body is keyed in to drink more and drink next time. And it's, it's this very cyclical thing. So I said, I'm just curious. I'm just curious about what it is and how it feels. And so I actually filmed myself getting drunk and I drank, um, I planned to drink two bottles of wine. I only drank one before I was plenty drunk, almost sick. And I put the whole thing on film. If you actually join the alcohol experiment, I share that video with you on day 28, the very edited down version. It was originally about four hours of film. Um, but the point is that, yeah, I could drink and then not drink again. I could take it or leave it, but I choose to leave it because my life is just so much better leaving it. So the question, you know, the original question is, do I have to stop drinking alcohol forever? Do I have to quit for good or can I just take a break? The answer is it's totally up to you. It's your journey. It is so much better to dip a toe into this, to find out some of these facts around alcohol. You know, we know more about the side effects on Tylenol or Advil than we do on alcohol. We, we just are more educated and, and perhaps more cautious about even putting over-the-counter drugs into our bodies than we are about putting alcohol into our bodies. And so I, I feel like we, you know, it, it's great. We owe it to ourselves to become educated and then once you do, the question might change from, oh, well, do I have to quit forever to like, oh my gosh, like, why would I ever do it again? But it's from this peaceful way, you know, even inherent in this question, um, again, the wording is, do I have to quit for good or can I just take a break? Is this inherent belief that alcohol is beneficial, that it's something you would want to be doing and it's something that provides a benefit and you desire it because you believe it provides a benefit. And I say believe it provides a benefit because once you understand it and really understand it and even do some self-experimentation in yourself, you know, drinking in different situations or circumstances like I did, you come to this place where you're like, oh my gosh, like it's not that I don't get to drink, it's that I don't have to drink. Like I never have to put that in my body. I can actually make the choice not to and reap all of the incredible benefits of never doing it again. Now, that being said, there are certainly people who go through the alcohol experiment, take a break for 30 days, radically change their relationship with alcohol, radically change their drinking habits, but still drink. Now it's occasional or at a level that is good for them. The bottom line about the alcohol experiment and all of my work is instead of seeking this black or white like behavior, like sobriety or never drinking again, we're really looking to achieve freedom, inner peace. What happens so often is you have so much cognitive dissonance and cognitive dissonance is 
inner fighting in your brain. So both this desire to drink more and less at the same time. And, and you're fighting about it. And so you're thinking about it all the time. You're spending all this time and energy and effort saying, how much am I going to drink? When am I going to drink? What is too much? Beating yourself up for drinking, feeling guilty about it, you know, all of this stuff. And the goal with my work is to come to a place of peace where alcohol feels small and irrelevant and, you know, about as important to you as maybe something else you only do on occasion. And then making a decision from that mindset, do I want to do it on occasion or not? And that is totally okay either way. And again, there's people who do both very happy, humongous success stories of people who do both never drink again, drink on occasion, you know, they really, but they, they don't measure it by their behavior anymore. They measure it by, do they feel at peace? Do they feel free? Do they feel like they're in the driver's seat instead of alcohol being in the driver's seat? And that is really the place of freedom that they enter into. So again, there's no hard and fast rules here. It's really about finding what works for you finding freedom, but also educating yourself so that you know, um, because the truth is you don't even ask a question like, do I have to give it up forever? If it's something you don't even want to do, or you something you don't desire or something you don't see as a benefit. And so once you educate yourself and again, not in a scary way, but just in a way that says, okay, what is this stuff that I'm putting into my body? What does it do? How does it make me feel? Is it really true that it makes me as happy as I think it does? Is it really the joy juice or is it really the duct tape that's keeping my whole life together and relieving my stress? And once you see it really clear, Clearly, you might surprise yourself as so many thousands of people do to say, huh, that question is no longer even a question I want to ask because it's, it's just not relevant anymore. And I just, you know, I just don't really want to do it or I do it on occasion, but it just doesn't even bother me because it's, it's a non-issue and it becomes something where freedom and happiness really truly are the goal. So anyhow, um, but again, it's, it's, the last thing I'll say on this is that it is so circumstantial because there are certainly people, and again, people on the farther end of the spectrum who have struggled with this for longer or who have maybe had more, you know, starts and, and stops in this journey, they do only find freedom never drinking again. And that's where real true freedom is for a lot of people. And they will tell you like, no, you need to just stop drinking altogether because that's where freedom is for me. And that's true for a lot of people. That's where freedom is, especially if you're further along that spectrum where you've been drinking daily for you know years, sometimes decades, and, you know, not even taking a break when you're sick. That was me. I drink through being sick. And so they're very certain that freedom only comes from never drinking again. But I would say that I have seen it to be true in both cases, in both situations. However, I'll also say that the majority of people do find that they are much happier. And this question doesn't actually hold as much weight once they've gone through the mindset and the education um, that the alcohol experiment provides. So again, that's always free at alcoholexperiment.com. And thank you for such a great question. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you're ready to see how This Naked Mind can help you on your personal health and wellness journey and want to learn more, go to thisnakedmindpodcast.com to learn what your next best step is. Again, that's thisnakedmindpodcast.com. We have all of our free resources, programs, social links, and more available for you there. Plus, if you have your own naked life story to share, you can submit it there as well. Until next week, stay curious. Stay curious.